This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 45. The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly sponsored by Locked On, real estate's best software. For show notes from this episode, free downloads, your Locked On Discount for Life link, and Ray's blog, head over to topagentsplaybook.com. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. If this is the first time you're listening, then welcome to the Top Agents Playbook podcast. My name's Ray Wood, and I'd like to thank you for for listening. I know there's plenty of choices when it comes to real estate training and podcasts and things like that, so I'd like to say thanks. Uh, We're at the lake this weekend. It's a beautiful day, about 10 or 11 degrees, and we have a little cottage, which is about an hour from where we live, so... And uh, it's not glamorous. Uh, we sort of call it glamping. It's like we're glamorous camping, I guess. Uh, but it uh, has been quite a cold winter. But now the waters have all, uh, uh, all the ice is thawed out and the water level is quite high. Where a couple of months ago there was about a foot or more of ice on the lake it's now completely thawed out so it's a wonderful time of year it's spring and it's the time of year when everybody comes up to their cottage and it's a typical canadian thing april is when you open up the cottages because most of them are not four seasons so they're shut down for winter because uh, it's very very cold here in the winter and uh, we open them up now so temperatures here could get probably as low as 40 below on a super cold day that's uh that's without. That's before the wind chill, so it can get super cold. And in the summer, we can see our oh, temperatures well into the 30s on a hot day. Had a had a lovely summer last year. We're looking for the same. So those Canadian summer months of June, July, and August, and, and if you're lucky, a bit of September, are absolutely magic. So we're up at the lake today for the weekend, and we're just doing a few chores and uh, getting the boat organised and uh, changing the spark plugs and getting that organised to to go in the water. Today's interview is with a guy called Ray Rounds. I know a lot of the interviews that we've had here on Top Agents Playbook have been with younger, very dynamic people. Uh, Ray, he won't mind me saying, is not young. Uh, He's certainly not old, uh, but he is very, very dynamic. He's an awesome guy. Ray and I have been working together for the last few years, but this interview today is in particular is about the book that Ray is using. It's called The Ultimate Home Seller's Guide, and it's actually a book that I ghost wrote for Ray. As a writer, I wrote it. It's called The Ultimate Home Seller's Guide, but it's by Ray Rounds, or it's by quite a number. There are dozens of Best Agents members now using this book as a lead generator to build their brand. So I just wanted to feature this interview with Ray. He's, he's, of all the members that are using it, Ray's, Ray's probably one of the best. He's doing very, very well with it. He's on a regular basis. He's only been using it for, I think, six months at this point, but on a regular basis, he's getting uh, fresh leads that he's converting to sales, etc. So I wanted to feature this interview with Ray. Stay tuned after the interview because uh, I'm going to introduce you to a guy called Bob Morgan. And Bobby is uh, the reason that, well, he's the reason that I met Christine the reason that Christine and I got married, and the uh, reason why we have a cottage on this lake. So I'm going to tell a story. You're going to get to meet a, uh, uh, a genuine Canadian. He's a lovely bloke, and uh, I can't wait to, to introduce you. Okay, let's get into my interview with Ray Rounds. 
Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm with Ray Rounds from Hayeswinkle Real Estate in Geelong, Victoria. G'day, Ray. How are you doing? Good morning, Ray. Yes, very well, thank you. Now, mate, you and I know each other relatively well, so I, uh, I'm going to ask you, how old are you? 56. Okay. Uh, I'll be 56 this year as well. So yes, I'm uh, fi- I'm, I'll be 57 in, this, I'm 57 in September this year. Okay. Well, you're a little older than me, Heading Ray. Heading towards but... the big six zero. Okay. Well, um, that's going to be an exciting, exciting event as well. But I wanted to just – I wanted – to get that out there because there are so many people in real estate that are our vintage and they are seeing a lot of these younger people, guys in their 20s and 30s and 40s, uh, guys and girls, doing some amazing results. So I thought it would be uh, a really good idea to speak to somebody who's a little more senior. And uh, on quite on, on the heels of that, last year with uh, with the business that, that you're with, Hayeswinkle, you were named the 2015 Salesperson of the Year. So congratulations. Thank you, Ray. Yes, it was a fantastic achievement for myself and within the team here, but um, it was really, really a great result. And I certainly worked hard for that result. And being in, uh, being here now at Hayeswick for three and a half years, I've certainly learnt uh, very clear the processes that have to be done and stay strategic within the whole real estate um, environment that we work in here. Well, you, you're with a great company who have, has an amazing reputation uh, in your local area, so you've got a great yes. plat- platform to work from, and you and I have been working together for a little while, and, and I've been so impressed watching the results and, and the things that you're doing. Let's just rewind for a second, just tell everybody, what did you do, okay, when did you get into real estate, and what did you do before you became a real estate agent? Um, I got into real estate uh, when I was 51, uh, uh, 51 years of age in September and I started, I turned 51 in September and I started at CJ Keene here in Geelong um, in October of that same year. Um, So uh, yes, and then, um, so that was a really good, so then I basically got my resume out. I was an old rag trader from uh, way, way back. I was in the rag trade for 30 odd years. Um, in Geelong, started in and uh, no, across uh, Victoria in Melbourne okay. in the rag trade, and yep. um, and I was actually um, we sold some really top end brands in the intimate apparel industry uh, across Victoria, and we and that was a you know quite a successful um, uh, stage of my life in that regard of um, taking us uh, right around Victoria and. Working out of working out of the car, working out of the uh, the boot of the car into retail shops, and what it did taught taught, taught me very clearly after from a very young age is that, and I was dealing with women every day of the every day of the week. Right. So, and women really had the respect for me. I had the utmost respect for women, and I still do, obviously. But what I've learned in real estate, that whole process of training. Uh, in the real in the um, rag trade world, has told me in very much good stead now into the real estate world. Well, because I think you know I'd... what I'm seeing and what I do now know is that women buy and sell real estate every day of the week. Yeah, yeah, um... and they and then they that that uh, vibe kicks in, that respect kicks in, and we go on a journey together. Well, that's a highly competitive area. The the rag trade, I guess that would have that would have prepared you for real estate somewhat. Oh, of course it did. Yes, that's it. Yes, the rough and tumble of of the rag trade, and then uh, you know obviously it was commission selling too. So real estate's commission selling here at Hayeswinkle, and 
that's what it's taught me to just stay focused and get up early, do the work, and go home late and do the work. And you know that's what it's going. That's what's been it. That's what it's been all about. I've got to say the strategy from being trained, like in the very early days of real estate, I went and did my Lee Woodwood, did Lee Woodwood courses. I did two of those. Then um, I did um, had a bit of a break from all that and just learnt, listened to CDs in the car, listened to CDs in the car, which I still do. Then I met Aaron, obviously got in touch with Aaron online. Obviously, we seen all that come through. Thought that, and that's taken me to the next level because I, what I do appreciate with uh, Aaron and your work is that in Aaron's case, he actually works in the field. Mm-hmm. He actually does it. He does. So he gets it. Yeah, and um, and that's what I really um, appreciate and the different things that come through that. And um, like the last conference on the Gold Coast, which we met, I got I did get a surprise that I was the only Geelong agent in the region that was in your room. So, well, that, that's thought, good well, news for you. That was fantastic. Well, that's what I thought too, Ray. <laughs> that's exactly right. I thought the same thing. So, you know, when you take little things away and you get home and, you know, had a good listing month in January, having another good listing month now, and... You know, we're going okay. Do you feel now that you have, uh, after last year, you, you really have some momentum going into 2016? Well, what I did last year, I put, I employed a part-time uh, young girl, um, young Beck. She was on the phone prospecting uh, three three days a week. She helped me do my previous boxes, and she'd do some uh, some admin work, which we obviously did uh, vendor reports and auction reports, and did all that. So she was helping me in the field a little bit, right? That um, and that was all good. But then, you know, talking to Ben Michelle over the summer break, I took the next step and I've employed Byron Philippi, who's new to me. he was new to me late last year, but uh, just in part time work, me training him. Um, and then he's a really nice young bloke, wants to get ahead, and he's just got such a good brain and he's teachable. I think that's the thing I like about okay. Byron is he, he'll listen and I can teach him. And um, and so he's full time with me this year and. He's been out door knocking and doing different things this year, and he's picked up seven or eight appraisals. He's averaging seven to eight appraisals a week, door Whoa. knocking, and that's outside of my database core work that we're still working on as well. Wow! So, okay, yeah, we've, been, we've been really busy. Tell me, um, GCI for last year? I said GCI I th- was three forty, uh, three well from January to December was three forty seven. What was it the year before? Oh. 220, okay. 230. What do you think you'll yeah. do this year, 2016? Um, we're, we've got a target of 400. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, if he's doing seven or eight appraisals, lining up seven or eight appraisals every week, yes. Yes, I think yes. that uh, you'll be there by June. Yeah, well, this is it too. Yeah, I'm thinking that. And we've listed one, two, three, four this month. We've got one today at 11.30. We'll list, so that's five. Another one coming in, I think. At the, well, there's another one coming Sunday morning to sign up. That'll be six. So... Yeah, we're starting to um, we're starting to lock them down. Nice. I think one of the things too, Ray, uh, that I'm finding really beneficial is that we had something we do something quite different here at Hayeswick, where we, and I know that some from training when um, we went, uh, Danny took us up to Glenn Twiddle's conference a couple of years ago now, yes. and um, different speakers were there and. We got this idea. We bought an idea back about a box, a yep. previous box. Yep. So you know, obviously, well, they went and we ordered the boxes, and we still do those. You know, um, I'm finding I'm still doing them. Some others don't do them, but as Byron said, Ray, they look fantastic. And 
in that is a really nice pre-list pack. It's testimonials. I'm starting to do something different now with Rate My Agent. I'm getting some really good feedback there, so I'm putting Rate My Agent um, in the uh, uh, reviews in the in a printout form. Obviously, the book is fantastic. The um, the book that we went on a journey with, you know, what, I think we started that about 18 months ago and we, we got that last year. We did. And the book is just fantastic. I use it two ways. I use it from uh, the open home process. It's on display um, if they would want. And I don't push for an appra- I do push for appraisals, obviously, but I push for an appraisal. There's a book. If you'd like a new book, one of the, my new books, um, just giving you a guide of how the process works. Put your name on on the document that we've set up, and they do that. They so you have like a free book register at your open yes, or something, is correct, that right? absolutely. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then there's no pressure on the buyer or people in open homes. Obviously, uh, buyers are sellers, and sellers are buyers too, obviously, as we all know. But then in the open home, there's no pressure. We have a good general chat. We get a feel for one another. And then I say, look, you know, feel free to put your name down there. And some people do. Most people do. Some people don't, and that's yep. fine. Yep. Um, and then also, too, from open homes, I start to get email addresses, you know, which I've done that for quite a while. So then in the email format, we all send them the ebook as well. The e- Now, pe- I'll just bring people up to speed here because they're probably not familiar with it. They might be familiar with the book that I wrote called How to Sell Your Home for More, which has been uh, 16 or 17 editions, yep. sold a couple of hundred thousand copies. But last year, I did a project where I wrote a book and the people that I was working with, including yourself, uh, became the author of the book. And the book's called The Ultimate, uh, the Ultimate Home Seller's Guide. I've got to remember what the book we wrote That's is right. called, right? Yes, it is. Um, yes. And I'll be actually including uh, an e-copy of that. In fact, what I'm going to do is, if you don't mind, I'm going to include your e-version uh, in the show notes so people can check it out. Um, and it's a book that Ray uses to promote himself and gives him authority in his business. Now, when we met on the Gold Coast in October, you showed me a um, an advertisement that you put in the Geelong Advertiser. I think was it was that's it right, in the ad? Yeah, correct. That's right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. uh, tell me about your campaign offering the book and how many listings did it bring in and what has it done in commission for you? Well, that month that I put so we use um, uh, we we alternate with a full page uh, Geelong Advertiser uh, edit, uh, advertising page a promo page we call them. And that was my first one for the book. I'm going to be running it again at the end of end of this month, end of Feb. So we've got through Christmas, we've got to January. Then I've actually set a, a plan into the Geelong Addy full page promos, and I'm going to do about six of those for the year. So every every two months or three months, three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen years. So I'll do them every every two to three months. And so then um, the book one is ready to go again. And like I listed ten homes in November last year from the where the book went out um, in October. The, the, the advert went out. The promo ad went out in the October. I listed ten homes in November. Listed another six in December. So that's given me good traction to get back into the year. I've sold six properties um, in January. I sold five in January and sold two this month and probably another one this weekend the way it looks so we're tracking okay but in that regard of commission with the book going out um ah gosh it's got to be 40 to 50 grand 
Nice. Comfortably. Nice. I yeah, know it's yeah. difficult to quantify because you don't yes, know exactly no. where the leads yeah. come from. But Well, uh, that's right. But I also, too, think, you know, when the, and the book goes into my pre-list pack as well. So then the box goes, gets done, you know, it's sort of, it's cups and it's the nice chocolates and different things that we use and do do that. But also, too, on top of it, when the people lift the, the, the box open, it's all wrapped up and my book's on top with the CMA. Okay. Of where, where we're heading to. So, you know, I think in that regard, again, yesterday, you know, an appraisal, the power of the book and the power of the whole presentation, they're just not getting any, they're coming to sign up on Saturday morning, they're not getting anybody else in. Nice. So, you know, and, it's, and so, I get told that a lot. So what's, is fantastic. how big is the box? The box is A4. A4 okay. in, in size, across the depth, probably at three inches um, in in depth. Okay. I can take a photo. I'll shoot one over to you. I'll oh, take could a photo because it's pretty cool. Yes, please. Yeah, I'm sure really everybody would love to yeah. see that. So in the yeah, box yeah. goes some chockies, uh, yes. your, your pre-list letter, a copy of your yes. book, I guess Correct. some testimonials, Yep, that's it. Yeah, we're doing sales. testimonials and the recent sales, and yep. then we're doing the um, – uh, we're doing now – Byron set up a uh, – what we call a uh, – a, uh, suburb stats report. So again, it's how many houses are on the market. How, how many? Not now. The CMA is very different to that, obviously. But we're also showing them that um, how many houses of a sale, uh, how many homes are in the area. Okay. And also how many, um, like quantifying how many uh, different people that live there, types of people, and the demographics of age. And it's a really uh, terrific, powerful document as well, which wow. we're starting okay. to get some some um, kick through as well and it's just again taking taking me to the next step I'm probably a guy that where others I'm always probably 10 feet ahead of my, in my in my mind Ray this is how I've always <laughs> operated like and that's what in the old rag trade days is that I was always a step ahead of you know, another agent going yeah. into the door because I was always just a step ahead and a step ahead. And I've always been like that. And in real estate, I'm a step ahead. That's is, how I feel. And I get, oh, well, I, I can see that too. I well, I can tell that. you that you are. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, anybody who met you or, or any of your fortunate clients that you've sold yeah. for or yeah. sold to uh, will know yeah. that as well. But um, I'm really interested in this whole pre-listing idea because mm. I talk to so many agents, agents and they say, yeah, look, you know, I tried it. I don't really, you know, and it's just such a powerful thing. Mm. If you can deliver something sure. that's, that, that has some impact before yes. you actually even walk in the door, um, yes. you've set an expectation. Tell me, yes. tell me this. Say, say the call comes through. Uh, what time is it there in Geelong at the moment? Quarter to 11. Okay, so, roughly, yep. so say uh, after our call here today, the phone rings uh, yep. and Miss, Mrs., uh, Mrs. Johnson from, uh, from yep. Geelong uh, has heard about you or she's seen a copy of your book and she wants to yep. sell. Um, tell me with Byron and the, and the process and the pre-listing kit, tell me how that unfolds in, in terms of timing and everything. Does she get that today? Uh, yeah, she'll get that um, by the end of business today. Yes, that's it. All right, here yeah, we'll drop the money. So if we have three or four appraisals going, we've got two today. So we've already got the boxes um, free. They're not really fin- finally finished. We're doing CMAs now, but later today. But then he knows that you know five thirty, six o'clock, six thirty. He gets those delivered uh, before our appraisal. Now our um, two appraisals have been booked for Friday. Today's Wednesday, but they will get those boxes tonight. Okay. Have you found that it has increased your uh, chances of getting the listing when you turn up to the appointment? 
Absolutely, because you start talking about their home straight away because they've strategically, they've overviewed their, their pre-list box, they've looked at their CMA, yep. they've had their, they've got their questionnaire filled out, um, help Ray help you, yep. so then they've got that questionnaire filled out, um, so you then strategically have a look at that um, after you've done the walkthrough and we're sitting down, have you got your questionnaire filled out, so then once you start talking about, well, you know, Jason, generally you look at the one to ten and then so you straight away know if it's fees number one, if it's number two, it might be price, number three, it might be the the quality of the agent, different things. So you just know what you're going to talk about straight away. Straight away. So your questionnaire yep. is headed up, help Ray help you. Help Ray help you, I yes. love it. Yep, I yep. love it. Yep, yep, yep. And, and they fill it out, Ray. Do they? They actually do fill it out. Absolutely, yes. Even if Nine they're not selling? Out of ten, 70% of the time, the questionnaire's filled out, even though they're not awesome. selling, because then that's good data that we can just keep. And most times, you know, we go into a lot of, a lot of soft ones, but, you know, they might be 12, 18 months away, but they still fill out that questionnaire, and then we're just on top of it and communicating and, and different things. Yeah. I love it. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So you're, so, you're prospecting. Um, you're prospecting every day. You're, you're on the phone. How, how many contacts do you have in your database? Uh, yes, we hadn't got that early this morning. I mean, last night I've got 600 and so I don't have a lot really compared to others what I've heard at conference. I've got 630. Okay, okay, well, 630. Um, and then so and that sort of a system like before Beck got on board last year, I knew what I had to do last year. I clearly knew what I had to do, but like in the year, over the last couple of years, I'd tried a couple of juniors, you know, part time, like the you know, like become a prospector on the phone yep. um, but I tried it all over the last couple of years before last year and like you, they just didn't last yep. and I'm a bit of a I'm not a control freak but I'm very particular and so if they didn't want to listen well they were out and um, you know because they couldn't cut the mustard well then there's no point working oh, they're nice good young girls but they just couldn't do it. So then okay. Beck come along. Beck had a, a real estate background from another brand. Yep. You know, we gave her a chance, and she's now working as a, a three-day week prospector over at the Newtown office, which okay. is good. Okay. So okay. Danny and Michelle found space for her, and then we just restructured. So Byron um, is your full-time yeah, full assistant? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And okay. even he said, like, he had six months in real estate starting off from June last year to um June to November elsewhere and he bailed out and um we got you know we started Hayes Winkle and even he has uh, well he's grown because he said right where I was to where I'm at he said what you do and what Hayes Winkle do but because he says others do it as well but he's what you do is just outstanding you know which is great of course and, it is um, do you meet so with Byron putting, each morning yeah, absolutely, yes. Okay. Eight, 8 o'clock every morning, coffee. Yeah. I share them a coffee every morning. We go, it's about half an hour, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour. We do our to-do list. Love my to-do list. Can't live without it. Um, to-do, to-do, to-do. I'm very visual. Put something behind a computer and I get a bit flustered. I've got to be able to see things. Yeah. Got to be able to see things. You so know that's your format, 8 a.m., a yep. nice latte, and you're into yep. it with Byron talking yep. about yep. Um, your day, getting everything day, set up. Getting it done, correct, that's it, yeah. Okay. And then what, he's, what I've got Byron to now do is working with, um, working, you know, he's staying there, he's structured quite He's structured quite carefully on an ideal day, which we've set up together. Okay. He's helped me do that too. I've sort of said to Byron, look, you know, you need to prospecting, it's two hours here, two hours there. So his door knock, he did 110 door knocks yesterday, 
and um, he got a, got home a little bit flat, you know, late yesterday afternoon. I said, well, look, it's going to happen, Byron. You know, because he'd, like, he'd call it bringing home the gold. Yeah. You know, I said, well, sometimes you're going to bring home the gold. Other days you're not going to bring home the gold, but guess what? You're out there doing it. Others aren't. Is he prospecting around listings or recent sales? Or yeah, is he well, just a bit cold? Of both, yeah, a bit of both. We've right. got that happening, yeah. That's what he's been um, doing much all of this year so far is uh, three days a week prospecting from what I've sold. So we have our brochures. So... Our brochures that are left over from um, uh, clients, you know, we might sell a home within the two or three weeks and we've got 200 brochures we get done and all some brochures are left. I don't throw them out. I've just been a stickler for all that. So internally we have um, a sold sticker go on them, sold by Ray, more stock wanted, fantastic price achieved and they get delivered and door knocked. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah, so, so all those things and then that sort of the, the just sold card is a very separate thing that gets delivered into the letterbox, but Byron's been out um, prospecting with uh, the brochure itself. And and, consume, and my folk don't mind. They they really like that, and they understand that's real estate. So I don't let any of my brochures go in the bin, you know, and then obviously you've got a bit of a backlog for uh, other, you know, brochures that when you go into an appraisal, but certainly I don't let those go astray. And they're also, too, what Byron is now doing. So Byron, we've got a two-pronged attack. You get to the front door, you've got importance, you've got the brochure, but also you've got my book. Would you like a copy of Ray's free book? Yeah. yeah. And, so um, he takes so your then, book He takes your book yeah, when absolutely. he goes door knocking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great idea. Yeah, no, he's taking the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's getting a cut through there. Like last week, you got seven appraisals. This week, it's a bit soft, but, you know, but, um, and then, so then once we get that information, we bring them back, he's got the appraisal sheet, he gets talking, then he then um, brings them back and we get the box. So then they've asked for the wall. They want the book. Yep. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, sorry, Ray. Yes, um, we've got <laughs> the book. <laughs> sorry. We've got the book in the box. We get the box delivered and out it goes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. It sounds, uh, it sounds like you've got a really good system. And mm. the kind of numbers that you're looking at doing, there's no way that you're going to be able to do that without Byron, obviously. Well, no, I can't. No, that's it. Well, uh, the other plan of attack I've got too, and what we're finding, um, what Byron's, well, we are getting on the phone a little bit too, but what I am going to do, and I've got the lady organised, I'm going to get, um, uh, her name's Phyllis, a lovely lady, who I sold her house, I sold her house last year, and they'd moved from Melbourne yeah. to Geelong to Highton. Yeah. Gorgeous lady, and retired. She's been a receptionist for 20-odd years, been in retail, really lovely lady, you know, got a really personal, really great personality, so I'm getting her in from next week, um, and she'll do about six weeks, so she'll do about two hours every night, nice. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, okay. you know, two to three hours, and then she'll just smash the calls out, because I've got a lot of this, I've still got a lot of old history, Ray, that I still haven't put into the database okay. from my old open homes, okay. Oh wow. and I think that, that's gold too, we absolutely. know that. Was well, she so reaching then, out to connect with those people? Yeah, she's going to do all that, yeah, okay. absolutely, okay. yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. She's going awesome. to go through all my old open homes, which I've still got. So I haven't touched those. So I've got 600 and so the 600 odd contacts were from people I've met at open homes, but also old appraisal that I was just building up in an, in a, you know, Manila folder A to Z. You know, they stay in front of me, and I said to Beck last year, just get them into the system, get them into it. And it was just a very simple database. It was Excel. It wasn't through my desktop or, you know, it's what we use here, yep. but it was just a very clear Excel spreadsheet, name, number and notes go into it, and that's what I live by, and I could see it. Mate, you know? that's, and, there's gold in that list, Ray. There's got to be so yeah. much business. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, Tell yeah, me what is. she says yeah. when she calls. Do you skill her up or do you leave her to to her own devices? Do you give her a script? 
Oh, no, she's had a script. Yeah, last year she had a script. Yeah, okay. um, Beck's got a script, and I'll be giving Phyllis a script. Yeah, true. Okay. Well, these people have got a bit of mouth too, so they know what they, they're good on the phone. Of course. But Beck would um, say hi, Rebecca Rushbrook here from, and I say true, uh, Rebecca Rushbrook from Hayeswinkle. On behalf, I'm calling on behalf of Ray. I'm his assistant. You know, would you like any? Would you like any real estate needs answered? Or is there um, uh, opportunities come and value your home? Yeah. We don't, we, we're very mindful of we're using the word appraisal because it's very old hat. Of course. It's more of a valuation, updated valuation, just to see where they're at, yep. um, all those things. Yeah, so it's not about an appraisal. It's about trying to help them. Yep, yep, G- give you a value update or something like that. Correct. Tell yeah. me, um, if you were... If you were starting in real estate today and you and you knew what you know now, what would you do differently? Where would you focus? Because I want because this is going to be kind of giving people advice who who are just starting or who want to lift their numbers a, a little bit. Sure. Where's the low hanging fruit, Ray? How do you what what would you focus on? Uh, putting a part time person on, even if it's three hours a day, four hours a day, putting somebody on the phones. Right. Because we've all got, we've all got, so then, okay, you know, in my age group, and I know that there's other, there's a lot of us, like I noticed that up on the Gold Coast, there's a lot of us, our age group in the room that wants to, that are in real estate, but, you know, they're trying to do it themselves and you can't do it all yourself. Yeah. I found that out um, um, last year or the year before, 2014, I just thought I could because once you get your eight, nine, ten listings going, which I did, you've got to try and do the open homes, you've got to do auction reports, and it was all just really getting too hard. Of course. You know, too stressful. Yeah. That's what I call it, too stressful. So I thought, no, there's <laughs> got to be a better way. So Beck come on board and, like, you know, and Beck wasn't, she was not in open homes as such, but she was on the phone, so she got me organised, which I needed. I knew, yeah. I, well, I knew exactly what I needed to be done. It's just finding that right pair of, pair of hands yeah. and you know she's taken me on a journey and you know she would um she would um get a cut of a deal obviously she got me a hot you know got me into a home she would get a cut of the commission and all those things so we looked after her that way and um and everybody's happy yeah. you know so i think that's the thing that i'd like to say is that two or three hours a w- two or three hours even if it's eight hours um a week but break it up monday tuesday wednesday night is that that's, or even during the day, whatever it might be for the person that that suits, get them on the phone, get a system in place and be visual and be on top of it and don't be a control freak. Let them them find a bit of freedom. I heard, um, I forget who it was, Uh, I think it was Marcus Kiminello last week, um, Mm. last week's interview. He said, uh, sit down. He said, Mm. write down all the things that um, don't make you money that I guess that are non-dollar productive activities. Um, in other words, the things that that you should not be doing, and that's mm. your job description for your assistant. Yeah, so and that's, that's very true too. Yeah, that's it. What I'm found with Byron too is that from where he's come from to where he's at now, um, you know, because he's doing a whole lot more than um, than what Beck did, obviously being full time. Yeah, but he's actually growing. I can see his confidence building. I can see his dialogues help change with people. How old uh, is he, Ray? Uh, Twenty-seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but also too, and it's that the, the yin and the yang because he's got this old codger around him in a nice way that you know is pretty pretty prepared. <laughs> and then I've got the young and then dude you. beside. Well, yeah, I've got the young dude beside me that 
you know, sort of okay. And I think sometimes what I'm finding out too is that the young and the old can really be a good thing. Of course. And having a male is a, you know, is, has been really good for me too because yeah. we can be on, we're on the same page. I think yeah. that's the good thing. We're both on the same page. Excellent, so excellent. Good. And what I want to see with Byron too long term when I'm out of the game, if he still sticks around, he's been well trained, he knows what to do, he goes out and he gets it done. And you look back on it and think, well, and I've trained a lot of those people through the rag trade days yeah. of, you know, seeing them nurture and grow and they've gone on and, you know, had good careers and whatever. So I'm one of those sort of people too that like to, you know, see people learn and grow. Well, yeah. sp- speaking personally, I've had so much fun working with you and, and uh, I look forward to uh, to seeing you do... Uh Lots of great figures for for many mm. many years to come. Well, yeah, but Ray, I think I'm still. I'm, well, this is where I'm feeling too. Even this morning, I've joined the gym this year, and I was at the gym at five thirty for right. you know up at the gym and different things, and back at work. And um, I think I'm just I'm just I'm just started. Yeah. I think yeah, you know, you're I'm in just, the zone, mate. You're in yeah, the zone. I'm just started. I think. Well, I think you know even you know one of those things that in Geelong we've got a very competitive marketplace. We know that. But also, too, from my point of view, there's um, a lot of people that are starting to downsize. They're starting to change their their thoughts of where they want to live. And my the people love my age group yeah. to go into their home. Yeah. They see me as a bit of an authority, as I've learnt. I'm a bit of an authority. I'm very confident in a home now. Um, and it's just then they, they see that because yeah. you're delivering all the ammunition, as we call it, yeah. in a very proper manner before we get to the home. As I say, and so into the home, we're we're into it. We're straight into it, you know, in an appraisal format, yeah. you know. And um, and we, you know, we're starting to obviously list them on the list them on the spot. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you get into your day. I, I want to say a big thank you. Congratulations on your success. Uh, you work. It's a pretty amazing team uh, at Hayeswinkle, I know. And to be uh, salesperson of the year is is an awesome effort. Congratulations. Thank you Thank for you. your time, and uh, I look forward to speaking to you shortly. Thank you, Ray. Okay, Thanks. Mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Everyone's got the same problems I got, and I'm not the only one that has docks like un- underwater, right? Eh? Well, hi, everybody. As you can hear, we're cooking burgers, and uh, it's my pleasure to introduce you to Bobby Morgan. How you doing, Bobby? I'm great, thank you. Um, it's just wonderful to be here. It's just a wonderful day. The sun is just like beaming right off the lake. And uh, I'm just so happy. Uh, you know, we couldn't ask for nicer weather. It's a beautiful day. And, um, Bob, is you are the reason that I'm here. Do you know that? And I'm going to quickly tell the story because um, uh, we don't want to bore you guys to death. You can just switch off at any point. But uh, I just wanted to share this with you because uh, it's important to me anyway. Um, my daughter, Tori, and uh, Bobby's daughter, Holston, went to school together in uh, Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, and so when I first came over here, Tori said, hey, my friend Holston and her dad have invited us up to their cottage on this lake in Ontario for the weekend. So uh, I came up. Now, we're going back. It's probably 2008, I'd say. So anyway, so that just started my love affair with uh, Four Mile Lake. Um, and how long is Four Mile Lake, Bob, from one end to the other? I guess it's four miles. I guess it is, yeah, and it's about a mile wide. So I'll, I'm going to put a map on the show notes so you can check it out. Are these burgers done yet? I'm just going to flip them. Uh, in any case, um, about a year later, Bob and I find ourselves at a birthday party for Frank Gold. It was Frank's 60th, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, 
So we were, at, we were at this birthday party and uh, I think we might have been a wee bit compromised when we left, but we drove Bobby's boat, which is called the Mustache. I think I've got a photo of that as well. And we, we were driving that back and we went to the other side of the lake because we just did. And we saw these three girls sitting around a fire and one of them, who ended up being Christine, called out to us and she said, hey, do you guys want to have a beer? Remember that? Yeah. So we did and... Uh, that was 2009, so Christine and I were married in 2012. So uh, anyway, that's that's the story. So if it wasn't for you, my friend, it's your fault right, that I'm here and that I married Christine. So, so no, seriously, thank you. Um, so why is the lake so lovely, Bobby? People say it's magic. What, well, why I, do you love it? I, I think that uh, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of people come here and then they realize that. Uh, Years and years and years ago, when this lake was inhabited by Indians, yes. uh, that there was a lot of uh, uh, times where you sat out at night, late at night, you know, and you saw the moon and the stars, and and it was so beautiful. And I believe that um, it's a similarity uh, now. Uh, there's no Indians, of course, but... Uh, we are the Indians, and we are now uh, the ones that sit by the starlit uh, nights and look at our lives. And uh, I think we believe that uh, the lake has some sort of uh, link to the gods. I think it does. Well, I think it's a magic place anyway. Now you just you just triggered a memory for me because it wasn't too long ago that we were over the other side of the lake at Christine's old cottage. Remember that? Yes. Where we, where we met Chris and her friends for the first time. Yeah. And you shared with us that you thought that you might be from another planet. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I, <laughs> I, I and I really honestly, I, lately it's been becoming more apparent that we are. From other planets. You think? I, I really believe so, yeah. Okay. And um, I don't know. It's like a lot of people are starting to come clean with it. Uh, we, if we look at some of the some of the people that have actually talked about... You can't do the reservation because you need your passport and all that. Okay. Well, we're just, we're just recording something here at the... <laughs> Bob's trying to book a holiday to Mexico. So... Um, so... Um, <laughs> So, do you know which planet that you think well, you might have been from? It, uh, it wasn't Uranus, was it? <laughs> you know, I was going to say that because that's what we I talked you, about I before, right? Thunder. But, Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> but, no, it brings back memories when we talked about this before. But, um, no, uh, lately I've been doing some, some serious evaluations of, of, of where we came from. And... Uh, well, I, I think we've been uh, left in the dark. Uh, they've talked about the moon as being a hollow, hollow planet, and uh, we believe on the dark side of the moon that there's Great album. a whole bunch of interplanetary um, spaceships. Uh, we've seen this through satellite I'm not vision. Sh- I'm not sure what medication you're on, but can I get some? <laughs> Well, you know, all you have to do is uh, Google this and you'll find out it's true. All right. Well, I just wanted everybody to hear a, a fair dinkum Canadian. For those of you who don't know what fair dinkum means, it's uh, my North American friends. It means genuine uh, in the Australian vernacular. 
And uh, anyway, it's beautiful. So let's wrap up. Can you just say, um, can, can you say this? You've been listening to the Top Agents Playbook podcast. You ready? Yes, I have. And I'm just, it's overwhelming. It's a great. No, dude. No, no, no. I want you to say, <laughs> you've been listening to the Top Agents Playbook podcast. Okay. You ready? I've been listening to the Top Agents <laughs> podcast. No. No? No. You need to say, because you're talking to the audience. Oh, right? okay. You need to say, you've been listening to the Top Agents Playbook podcast. Go. You've been listening to the Top Agents podcast broadcast. <laughs> no, I messed it up. Have you, have you considered a career in radio? You've been listening to the Top Agents Playbook podcast. For show notes from this episode, recent podcasts and lots more, go to topagentsplaybook.com.